ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Hey ladies, welcome to another episode of the No Higher Calling podcast. As we are jumping into a brand new year, talking about looking well to the ways of your household and really just new year, new goals, new resolutions, um, new things that we're trying to implement, maybe be better at than we were at in the year before. I think one of the things that comes up is in handling finances. Um, Money is a big deal. I mean, we all have to have it to live. We have to have it to survive. Um, But the Bible talks about how that um, there's a a place that money should hold in our lives and it should not become our master. Uh, The Bible says you cannot serve God and mammon. Money is not to be a controlling force. You know, a lot of people um, just live the rat race of you work to make the money, to spend the money, to go to work, to make more money, and then just this cycle. And while I, I get some of that is necessary, you have to work to get the money to feed your family. Um, but but there is so much more to life than striving for gain. You know, God said, talks so much about contentment in his word, um, but godliness with contentment is great gain. Um, to be content with what you have in whatsoever state you are found, therewith to be content. Content. So many times in, in the Bible, God tells us, be content, find your contentment in him, not in what we have or, um, you know, a lack thereof, not being covetous, desiring things that other people have. And I know that that can be a very difficult thing, especially as uh, we are such a social media society. We get a glimpse into other people's homes and furniture choices and closets and wardrobe styles and vacations and cars and, you know, technology and gadgets and all this that, um, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, people didn't get to see all of that of everyone. And so it can be easy to get this greedy heart, this covetous heart, or maybe this kind of like, why me? Why don't I have those things? Um, But God calls us to contentment and God gives us what we need to take care of the things that he has given us. And sometimes that's hard to trust in because we've had days where it, you just don't know how ends are going to meet. Um, you know, you've, you've got bills, you've got debt, you've got pressures and it, it can be difficult. I understand that. Um, but God's has principles that we can live by. And, and some of that is what I want to share in this episode, just different ways that we can be wise stewards of the money that God has given us that we can um, seek to maybe get out of debt, that we could seek to put a little bit more back in savings, um, to save for the kids' college, to maybe to give. Maybe you're having a desire to be able to give more freely and not be confined and feel like, well, you know, I, I can't give to this need or this cause or something because, you know, I, I feel like we don't have any extra. Um, maybe some of these ideas will help you as you're kind of readdressing everything in a new year and seeking to be a wise steward of your finances. Now, I cannot take credit for this. 
I actually um, pulled a lot of this content from a post um, from a dear friend. I will tag her in the comments. Her Instagram handle is More Radiance, um, but her name is Rebecca, and she is such a sweet lady, a pastor's wife, and I really wanted to have her on for an interview to talk about this. Um, but her little boy um, has some heart troubles and has been having some different surgeries over the holiday season, so I was not able to get her on the podcast. Um, but I asked her if I could use some of the content from her post, and she said that I could. And it was just helpful to me personally and to my husband as we're sitting down, and every month we sit down and work on our budget but especially as we're getting into a new year and life's been a little crazy for us as we've been in a transition, which we are still currently in. It really won't settle down um, for a little while as we still have a few weeks left before we fly out to Australia. We've had definitely some unexpected expenses through this process. But as we look to, okay, life is about to get a little more... Um, solid instead of so fluid. And these are some things that we really need to implement to steward our finances well and to try to be um, as wise about our budgeting as we can. So I want to share some of these different things that have been a help to us that um, Rebecca shared and that hopefully will be a help to you. So the first thing that I want to share is give to the Lord, give him the tithe. Simeon and I addressed in an episode last year about God opening the windows of heaven that was all about tithing. So if you have any questions about tithing, I'd encourage you to find that episode. That answers a lot of the questions. I'm not going to take the time here, but God blesses those that give to him. And in, in the Bible, God gives a, a command for us to give 10% to him. And I am, I am of the complete conviction that if you commit to that, and if you trust God, that he will prove himself faithful to meet your needs and to take care of your needs. Now, now that doesn't always mean that all of our wants will be met, but God will take care of our needs. So first and foremost, if you're looking at your budget and you think, what do we need to cut so that we can have more, so that we can save more, so that we can do more? That's a non-negotiable. The 10% goes to God. Give that to him. Another thing that really Simeon's the financial savvy one in our relationship, I tend to like to spend money. <laughs> um, but another thing he's really tried to implement is, okay, 10% goes to God and 10% goes to savings. Um, we've had an emergency savings fund that we set a certain amount that, okay, we're going to save, 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 save. And then when we hit this amount, that's kind of our emergency fund. Now then once we've hit that, then that 10% can go into maybe uh, we had a project savings where we were saving maybe for a vacation or for us did a house project, or, you know, we've had this move we had to save for all of that. Um, different things. But um, that is kind of the principle that we've tried to keep our finances on is 10% to the Lord, 10% um, to savings, and then we live off of the 80%. So that's just kind of how it has worked for our family um, in that. But these are some different ways that you can just get some ideas to maybe cut some costs, to analyze your budget. The first one is to evaluate all your spending. So if you do not budget, I would encourage you to budget. And Simeon's going to listen to this when he edits it and be like, Brittany, you need to listen <laughs> to what you're saying. I, I didn't grow up with our family budgeting. That just wasn't really the way that the finances in my family as a child worked. 
Um, my dad since does budget, I think. Uh, <laughs> but, um, so it was a mind shift for me when I got married to him and I was like, ah, oh, this is so like restrictive, but I actually learned that when you budget, you tend to actually have money for the things that you want to have money for because you planned in other areas. Um, so if you're not on a budget, that's where you need to start. Simeon, if he could say anything in this episode, he would say budget, budget, budget. So, and that's something that you need to do if you're married, do that with your husband. You need to sit down. We do it every month. A couple days before the new month, we sit down and look at, okay, what did we spend? Where did we overspend? Why? And what do we have coming up? What expenses do we have coming up? Obviously, bills are usually non-negotiable and they're usually pretty set. So, you know, this is rent, this is power, this is water, this is internet, this is phone. All right, well, this is what's left. Um, you know, we, we give to missions. We give a certain amount every month. That's another non-negotiable. That goes right in there. Um, and okay, so this is what we have left. And okay, I need to fit in a hair appointment. Um, we might have this doctor's appointment. We have these different things. How can we work all of this out? And then if there's excess, then we go from there. If not, then we have to prioritize things. So when you're budgeting, um, you can reevaluate your phone. You might need to check up, check up on your phone plan or your internet and cable plan. I know there's been a lot of times where just a few minutes of research, Simeon's realized, hey, there's a better phone deal or there's a better net, better internet deal. We don't have cable. And that's a great way to cut your expenses is to cut out the cable bill. Um, but to just kind of reanalyze that. And is there a better deal that I could get somewhere? Same thing with car insurance. Um, maybe you just need to shop around, compare prices a little bit, see what the best option is. We had one car insurance place for a long time. And then he did a little shopping around and realized, wow, we can get the same coverage, but a much better deal from somebody else. So we switched and we're able to save money that way. Um, so budget, but then maybe from time to time, you want to reevaluate some of those things and shop around a little bit and see if you could be getting a better deal. Um, the next big one is to not eat out so much restaurants. I think this is probably the like black hole of our wallets because you know, okay, well, I mean, goodness, it used to be like 15 bucks here, 30 bucks there anymore. It's like 50 bucks here, 75 bucks there. It is so expensive to eat out. And something that I've realized is and maybe different areas are different ways, but I don't feel like our actual like legit sit down restaurants have gotten too much more expensive. But yet your like you know sub shops or pizza, pizza has gotten so so expensive. So it's come down to where okay, like maybe this month we can only afford to go out to eat one time. So this is how much money we have, but it's kind of anymore like, well, do we want to get takeout pizza or do we want to go to a sit down restaurant and use that money? And so we kind of, you know, assess what do we want to do? How do we want to best spend this? Um, we have little ones. So right now we can go to a restaurant and like Simeon and I could get a meal and sometimes the kids just share off of ours. We just went to a Mexican place the other day that we love and it's a little pricey, but Simeon and I got a meal and between the chips and salsa and them eating off ours, like we didn't have to buy them anything. So it wound up you know, not being a bad deal. Um, or, you know, we sometimes choose restaurants where kids eat free or like we love Texas Roadhouse and the kids could just eat a whole meal on the rolls. Now I know that doesn't need to be like a, an everyday, every meal, uh, diet choice, but every now and then for a splurge, it is nice. Um, but I came across a statistic. It said the average American dines out 5.9 times per week, per week, 5.9 times per week. And according to BLS data, so whoever this 
you know, organization was that was doing this. The average household spends about $3,500 on eating every year or just shy of $300 per month. That's a lot of money. A lot of money, $300 per month. And sometimes I think about it like this, like, okay, so we go to Texas Roadhouse, we spend $50. And I think, well, okay, like that's not too bad for a restaurant, but how much groceries could I have gotten for $50? Now I understand in the day and age that we're in, $50 does not go near as far as it used to, but it is so much cheaper to eat at home. Um, so let restaurants be the the rare exception, the occasion. Simeon and I love to get a date night. So really that tends to be when we go out to a restaurant. We don't tend to do it so much as a family like like maybe we used to. Um, so if, if you're looking for like, okay, one of the top things that I need to assess and maybe cut, check your restaurants. How often are you eating out? And could you try to eat at home more? The next big one is to cut out monthly subscriptions. Now, I know there are some subscription services that you just love and you want to be a part of your life, and that's okay. I'm not here to tell you this is what we do and you need to follow it. Um, But I'm talking to the person who needs to trim in some areas. And so these are all different areas that you can take and talk to your husband and analyze and be like, what could we do? And maybe this is the area. So some monthly subscriptions. I mean, you have all of the TV ones. You've got Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu. I mean, all of those. Um, You know, we used to have a lot of those and we just really just decided that TV didn't have the place in our home that we, or we, we decided for TV not to have the place in our home that it once did. Um, so we just kind of cut all of that out and you know what, we really have not missed that at all. Um, so maybe check that. Maybe, um, you have multiple of those and you're just going to cut it back down to one, or maybe you're just going to cut that all together. Um, maybe there's a gym membership. If you use the gym membership, that keeps you healthy and fit, so be it. But I know there was a time in our life where we had the gym membership and we didn't use it. So it was time to cut that membership. Um, The next one is to just try to live as debt free as possible. And I know that's not always possible. Um, we've never bought a home, so we have we've been debt free. Um, but we were able to just pay our way through college, and then we never bought a home, so we never really had any of that. Um, but I understand, you know, a lot of people buy homes, a lot of people have debt from schooling and all of that. But as much as possible, try to live debt free. Try to change your mindset. I know it's it's difficult with credit cards because it's so easy to just charge things. But try to, if you have a credit card, keep up with that payment. Pay it off every month. Pay it down to zero. Keep up with that and live as debt free as possible because interest accumulates way more exponentially than we would like to acknowledge. Another thing you can do is buy in bulk. Um, we love Azure Standard. I'll link that in the comments. We bought, um, you know, stateside. We bought a lot of our groceries from Azure. Buying in bulk allowed us to, yes, in the initial, it was a lot more money um, because I was buying in much larger quantities. Um, but in the long run, it wound up being so much cheaper buying in bulk. Um, and Azure is just one place that we really enjoyed that doing that from. Um, try to shop th- sales if you can. Look for sales on different things. 
Um, another thing, which this Simeon threw this one in here, is to consider automation. So we have a smart thermostat, we have smart lights, and again, that was kind of an upfront cost. Um, but our thermostat knows that hey, once we're without a or once we're a certain radius away from the house, it turns off. The, or well, it doesn't turn off the heat, but it would like drop it down um, much lower. Our lights, um, you know, can turn off when we're not using them. Whereas some of those things that might always run. Um, we were able to cut off and save some there. Another one is to make your own necessities. Um, I do a lot of my own cleaning supplies. Um, we actually, on the No Higher Calling YouTube channel, Eden and I made a video of the dishwasher detergent that we use. We do homemade dishwasher detergent. It saves us so much money, and it's so much better than, for you than all those things on the grocery shelves. Um, so you can check and find that recipe if you're interested in that on the YouTube channel. Um, but, you know, you can do your own uh, cleaning solutions. We use a lot of, like, Thieves Cleaner and just mix that with different things for cleaning solutions. Um, you can do your own uh, laundry detergent. Save so much money. You can make your own body and hair care products. Um, so just make your own necessities when you can. Another one is to use reusable items instead of disposables. Um, so, you know, wipes. Now we do use cloth diapers. Um, and that, again, was an initial investment, but has saved me like probably thousands <laughs> over the past four babies. We are currently, all my cloth diapers are in Australia. We sent those over in the first wave of stuff when Simeon went over. Um, so we've been using disposables and I cannot believe how expensive diapers are. And I currently have two in diapers and I just could not imagine if we were not ever using cloth, if we bought them every month. I mean, that's like $100 or more just in diapers for the two girls a month. That's a lot of money. So if you can um, use reusable things, um, wipes, uh, we don't get baby wipes. I just have these really super soft. Um, they're Grovia wipes that I got on Amazon. Um, and I just have a little like warm water wipe solution that I spray on there. That's what we use for baby wipes. Um, even napkins and paper towels. There are a lot of reusable options out there. We pretty much don't use any paper napkins or paper towels. We use all reusable for that. Um, and then another thing that you can do is find like free activities to do. And this sometimes is a little more like a warm weather based, but, um, you know, free things that don't, you know, if, it, if it's costing you money to go do an activity or, you know, go to the movies or whatever it is that you do, um, for recreation, maybe try to think of a free thing, uh, parks, playgrounds, hikes. We love hikes. Um, finding your, um, just, you know, natural parks around you or different things that you have that you can take, um, advantage advantage of. Another thing is to uh, ask for memberships for gifts. So this is something that we've done with our children over the past few years that when Christmas time rolls around and hey, we have four kids, they really don't need any more toys. They really don't need any more stuff, but the grandparents want to get them something. Um, we ask for membership. So this would be something you just kind of have to look in your local area, um, see what would be something that your family would use. Um, but we've loved the zoo. There might be children's museum, even like um, different subscription boxes. Our kids have loved getting those for Christmas. And those are great because it's like a gift that keeps on giving. So I know one year my mother-in-law did the Little Passports uh, subscription box for my kids. I think she got them like a six-month subscription. So she got the first box that she could have wrapped and under the tree. Um, so then when they opened that, they she was able to tell them like, okay, you're going to have one of these coming each month. And the kids loved it. They looked forward to getting that in the mail. Um, and that, that was like one of the best gifts because they literally got a gift like 
once a month for the next six months. Um, so that was really neat. And you might think like, well, how does that save me money? Um, but in, again, some of these entertainment type things, instead of me paying to take my kids to the zoo or the children's museum or something like that, this membership was paid for, which saved me having to um, pay for the entry fees or to pay for the membership myself. So asking those for a gift. Um, and I know we just passed Christmas. You might be like, well, that's great to know now, but I should have known that a month ago. Um, if you have birthdays or different things or save it for next Christmas. Um, those are great types of things to ask for. Um, another thing is just find ways to earn more. We live in a day and age where it's just unique that you can come up with an idea and you can pretty much just run with it. And, you know, I have so many friends that sell things or do different things on the side to earn money. Um, you can babysit, you can, I mean, it's really just endless, the opportunities. Just try to find different ways that maybe you could earn a little bit more extra income. And really then the last one is just to get creative. And that could be with finding ways to earn more or maybe finding ways to save more. I mentioned babysitting. Maybe you don't want to like be a babysitter for a job, but maybe instead of paying a babysitter to come and watch your kids for date night, ask your friend like, hey, if you watch my kids this Friday, I'll watch your kids next Friday and you guys can go out on a date night and we'll just swap and call it even. And that way you're still getting your date night, but you're not having to pay a babysitter. So sometimes you just have to get kind of creative, think outside of the box. Um, Like I said, whether that be with saving money or how we spend money, just kind of thinking through that and analyzing that together. But I hope this episode just gave you some, maybe just some practical ways that you can look at your budget, that you can talk with your husband and go through and ask yourself, how can I steward my finances wisely? How can I use the resources that God has given me to best take care of the things that he has called me to take care of, your family, um, your home, your ministry opportunities, and those that God has put into your life. So I hope this uh, episode was a blessing to you all, and I look forward to joining you next time. I hope that the No Higher Calling podcast has been a blessing to you. If so, please subscribe, share with your friends, and engage with me on Instagram at nohighercalling underscore. You can also subscribe to receive the No Higher Calling encouragement email on my website, which is www.nohighercalling.org. This includes podcast notes, what I'm reading, spiritual encouragement, a glimpse into my home, and some of my favorite products and resources. You can also enjoy more content on the No Higher Calling YouTube channel. I pray that this podcast will encourage you to fall more in love with Jesus and to be the Christian woman he's called you to be. Thanks for listening.